Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hey guys, I'm Whitney Port and this is With Wit. A lot of you may know me from reality TV and the reality is a lot's happened since the hills. With Wit is dedicated to having real, raw, and occasionally ridiculous conversations with the people who have had a profound impact on me. Life-changing moments, life-changing people. Because on With Wit, very little is off limits. Hello, hello, hello. Everyone, there is so much going on right now, and I'm not complaining at all because they're all amazing opportunities. I'm launching Cozy Co. in April. We have merch dudes. I have brand partnerships, my blog, my podcast, blah, blah, blah. Not going to complain, not trying to complain, but I was completely overwhelmed with stuff and still am, to be perfectly honest. And I'm trying to take a little cue from my own notes and advice and say no to some things or provide different options for things if I'm not available or make sure to make time for myself. And so what I did was I asked Timmy to record this week's episode of With Wit because I simply just did not have the mental an emotional and physical capacity to do it. So this is Timmy's takeover episode. I listened to it. I love it. I learned a lot. He shares all sorts of things about how he digs into his self-care, how he takes care of himself so he can help take care of the family, his rituals, things he's learned along the way that keep him organized. Timmy's not a type A person, but he definitely has some very valuable tips that are super simple and easy to bring into your own life. And I think they'll help. I think they'll take a little bit of a load off. So without further ado, please give a warm welcome to my husband, loving husband, Timothy Rosenman. Well, hi, everyone, and welcome to With Wit with Tim. Whitney asked me to guest host her podcast all by myself because she is busy. Oh, guess what, guys? She's here. Say hi. Say hi. You guys, I'm back. <laughs> I did an episode on self-care. It was a part one general practice episode. It's part of a series of self-care episodes. And so I thought it would be interesting if Timmy answered all the questions that I previously answered. So just so you can get a sense of how he deals with things along with how I deal with things. And maybe it can give you a little bit more insight into what your partner is thinking and doing. So anyways, I will leave him with you. Enjoy whatever it is you're doing right now, which I guess is listening to this podcast. And I'll talk to you soon. 
Okay. I'm going to wait for her to close the door. Okay. Thank you. Okay, guys. We're alone. All right. So I'm just going to read these questions and I'm going to answer them. And you know what? I'm going to be totally honest. All right. Question number one. How do you handle guilt with self-care? Hmm. Good question. The answer is I don't generally have a lot of guilt after I do self-care because I know that if I am taking care of myself, then I'm presenting the best version of myself to Sonny and Whitney. And that's ultimately what is best for the family. And I learned that lesson right after Sonny was born through Whitney because she was having a hard time and she was trying to like soldier through and be a hero for everyone and not take care of herself because there was so much other stuff to take care of, Sonny being a newborn. But that didn't work and it wasn't good for us. And I saw like, oh my God, like if, if Whitney doesn't give herself a break, she's she's not doing me a favor. So I figured that applies to me, right? So I don't really feel guilt because I know it's what's best for the family. Also, and I do my best, but I mean, it doesn't always happen. Like I try and help out as much as I possibly can. So I do honestly feel like I'm you know, carrying my weight or however you want to put it. So when I do need some self-care or, or some time to myself, I know it's part of that. And I, and I don't feel guilty. I, I don't. It's interesting. I'm also like, I'm not beyond guilt. Like I'm a sensitive guy and I can feel guilt. But I think the main thing is to remember that it's what's best for the family. How do you find time for yourself without stressing over things you're not doing? Well, this is a majorly important question. And I think before answering it, everyone should know that neither Whitney nor I have like a regular nine to five job anymore. I had for my whole career for 15 years out of college or whatever. When you work for someone else, most of your time is not your own. And so finding time to do something new, let's say you don't regularly go to the gym and that's your form of self-care and you need to find the time to do that something else has to be sacrificed because not everyone has as many hours in the day as Whitney and I do or as much control over our own schedule. Now, Whitney, we're both very busy and we're doing stuff from the second we wake up until the second we go to sleep and we have obligations and other people. So it's similar to someone having a job, but we're more in control over our own schedule. And if we need to have a light day so that we can do something for ourselves, I think it's easier for us to do it at least than it was for the old me to do it who had a nine to five job. I mean, I guess for me, how do I find time without stressing over the things you're not doing? I schedule it. I schedule it around the priorities, uh, around the things that I can't move. And if you're really pressed for self-care time, my first thought is go to bed earlier so you can wake up earlier and do whatever you need to do early in the morning. Sadly, we all want to sleep late and do self-care and do our job and be there for our friends. And there's just not enough hours in the day. So just know that and then take it easier on yourself. Next question. How do you relax? I relax in a number of different ways and I'm still sort of tinkering with what works best for me. I find exercise being a regular part of my routine makes me feel better, but it's not necessarily relaxing time. I will go play golf, which I'm not good at. 
And when I play bad, it makes it, I try not to get upset, but it, I have to be honest with you, it does make me upset. So that's not always relaxing. I've started meditating with the Calm app. I'm on day nine. That has been great. I, I would say that that's better for my like general vibe throughout the entire day and like how I deal with frustrating people or my own lack of patience, but it's, I wouldn't call it actually necessarily relaxing when I'm done, even though I do feel relaxed. The most relaxing thing that I do, and this probably won't apply to many of you, but it's play a video game. I play one video game. It lasts for half an hour. I cannot do anything else while I'm doing it. I can't look at my phone. I'm absorbed in it, but it's not stressful. And so when I'm done with it, I feel like I just had a very different half an hour, a half an hour that was completely dedicated just to myself. And that makes me feel relaxed. I guess if you look at that example, how could you apply it to your own life? I think it would be focusing on whatever it is that you're doing to relax. So if it's reading a book, don't read a book and take breaks to look at Instagram. Like just do the one activity and do it from beginning until end and then leave it behind you and Enjoy your relaxed vibes while you go do more stressful shit. And now a word from our brand partner. This episode of With Wit is brought to you by Bright Cellars. It's a wine club that lets you skip the store and brings personalized wines right to your door. Right now, Bright Cellars is offering you 50% off your first six bottle box by going to brightcellars.com slash with wit. Right now... As you know, it's important to stay healthy, stay in our game, and we're at home. So Bright Cellars allows you actually to skip the store while still bringing personalized wines right to your door. Yep, I said it. Wine right to your door. Not carrying a heavy case of wine from the store to your home. You can skip an order whenever you need. Bright Cellars delivers based on your schedule and you can always change the amount of reds and whites you receive if you are a seasonal drinker. While we're at home and trying to elevate our everyday, this is such a cool way to learn more about wine if you're interested like me. You could even like host a virtual regular tasting with your friends. You could cook a meal based on the wine education cards and the wine you're drinking, like super cute date idea. By taking their 30-second quiz, Bright Cellars will pair you with six unique and personalized wines. For my With Wit listeners, we are giving you 50% off your first six bottle orders from Bright Cellars by going to brightcellars.com slash with wit. That's Bright Cellars, B-R-I-G-H-T-C-E-L-L-A-R-S dot com backslash with wit to take their seven question quiz get your wine matches and receive 50% off your first six bottle order. Grab your passport, travel the world of wine. You don't have to go anywhere. Bring the wine to you. Head to brightsellers.com slash with wit for 50% off your first Bright Sellers box. Yay. I'm back talking about Art of Tea. I was actually so excited to wake up this morning because I was like, oh my God, I can make my matcha 
Art of Tea, if you're a first-time listener here, is an organic tea importer based in Los Angeles. And they are really on a mission to impact as many lives as possible through tea by creating a healthy, delicious, and sustainable tea drinking experience. They really want to do well by doing good, and they hope to create a brighter tomorrow through tea. I love this tea, not only because of this mission, but also because I know that they use only the highest quality ingredients and source all of their teas and botanicals directly from the source. They actually source from the top 2% of all teas produced in the world. They are hand blended and they pack all of their whole leaf teas in-house in their LA facility. And every time you order from Art of Tea, your order will be made fresh just for you. They even produce their tea bag sachets in-house. You can take their tea quiz for personalized recommendations about what you enjoy based on your preferences and lifestyle. They have over 100 tea blends to choose from, including white, green, oolong, black, poor, and herbal varieties. And they even have a line of dessert teas, sure to satisfy your sweet tooth. Go check them out. You will thank me. They make your morning so much brighter. Today, you can try their delicious organic teas for 20% off using code WITHWIT20 at www.artoftea.com. That's 20% off using code WITHWIT20 at www.artoftea.com. And now back to our convo. How do you treat yourself? I don't know if that's like, how do I treat myself in general? Like, am I nice to myself? Do I beat myself up? Blah, blah, blah. Or is it like, like, how do I reward myself with something after I get something done? Or I don't know. So let's answer both of them. How do I treat myself? In general, I think I treat myself pretty well. Like I said, I don't feel guilty about taking me time. I mean, I guess everyone is their own harshest critic, but I am I'm pretty cool with myself, so I'm not too tough on me. Yeah, okay. And then how do I treat myself? Like if I've like worked out a lot or had a really productive day and or I've been eating healthy, I will often treat myself with something food related like in and out or a big steak or something that I try and stay away from because it's not necessarily the healthiest thing to eat. And that's nice. I, I really like indulging. And so if we go to a restaurant and we're celebrating, like, let's get it all. Let's let's have some soda. Some Let's have a Coke. If it's a really special night, <laughs> let's get an appetizer. Let's get an entree. Let's get two desserts. Oh, you can't des- decide between which two to get. Let's get three. Okay. That's, or let's get both of them. That's how I roll. Let's enjoy it. Life is too short. All right. Hobbies, activities you've taken up in quarantine. In quarantine, I've started the Calm app. That was most recent. We, we took up a lot of we sort of fake got into a bunch of different hobbies. There's just not time for too many hobbies. You can't be into too many things or, you know, just it just starts. Uh, what's it called? It's diminishing returns. You know, you keep adding hobbies and then the other the old hobbies suffer. Um, we bought easels and I, I painted one picture, which was really nice and relaxing. And I would do it again. But every time I bring out the paints, like Sonny gets into it and makes a mess. So it's kind of not worth it. But that's something I'll keep in my back pocket and do later. What 
practices do you use when you are especially busy when you most need it? So like emergency relaxation tools when you're super busy. I mean, I haven't allowed myself to be like super busy in a long time. I guess that sounds sort of lazy, but like, okay, the other day, like I had a bunch of things I had to get done and they were sort of under a deadline, like posting for YouTube and I was really busy and I didn't stop to be like, oh man, like I need like a quick, like relaxation thing. I was like, I'm just going to power through what I need to do so I can relax after. I think this idea of like doing one thing at a time to get it done has been my most efficient way of dealing with uh, having a lot of things on my plate. One thing at a time. If someone else needs something, like, okay, I can't do it. And if you get really anxious and you yell it, no, I'm just kidding. Don't do that. How do you practice consistently to avoid burnout? So I used to work in production and it was like six days a week, 15, 16 hour days, like really a lot of work. And we would get burned out for sure. And like, I didn't know that I was, I didn't know burnout wasn't like a thing, I guess. I mean, I'm sure it was, but I didn't know about it. So I wasn't like, man, I'm getting really tired. Like I need to use my burnout hack. I don't know what we would do. I think, I think I would just like work really hard until my day off. And then during my day off, I would try and enjoy myself as much as possible and like build up my, my happiness stores so that I could live off of them through the rest of the week. Stores, I mean like reserves, like, like stockpile because there just wasn't time for other stuff. And if like you had to do your grocery shopping or you know, go to the pharmacy or run errands. Like I would try and do that during my busy time and really make my relaxing time, my relaxing time. How do you recover from burnout? I mean, I'm not burned out now and I'll tell you the way I recovered it. Like I stopped, I stopped working for other people and we started working for ourselves, which which comes with a host of challenges. But like, if you're listening and you have a boss, and like that lack of freedom is stressing you out, <laughs> try and figure out a way to live your life without a boss on your terms. I mean, there are a host of other issues that come with it, but for me, that's what, that's how I recovered from my burnout. Tips for first time moms to get husband to understand the importance of self care. I mean, it's pretty simple. If, if, if you're having trouble, explaining to your husband like why you need to go get a manicure pedicure for example and there's like tons of shit to do with the newborn and he's stressed and he's working i mean i think if you told him look like i need to go and do this to recharge so when i come back i can more efficiently do you know the work that needs to be done here at home uh, and, and be a more pleasant person for you to be around and just like honestly like all this stuff needs to get done in the most efficient way possible. I need to add in some time where I am recharging my batteries. And I think that that makes sense to anyone. And if your husband doesn't understand that or thinks what you're doing at home should be relaxing, I mean, like we need to talk about him. Like that's not a, 
a great attitude. And like two, I think from my perspective, like when I would go to work all day, like I don't sit there and just like work nonstop. Like I would work and like take a break and look at the internet, just like I'm sure everyone else in the world does. So I think it's important to just number one, look at uh, your family as a group. I mean, obviously there are, they're your family, but you're all working on the same group project, just like you were in high school. When you get assigned a group project, your grade is your happiness and you all share that grade. And like, you're all working on the same project, which is just to be the happiest, most, you know, successful family you can. And if the dad goes to work and the mom stays home, well, you know, one does one job so that the other can do the other. And that if you don't have that group mentality and you're just, just going to work to make money so that when you come home, like you have no responsibilities and you're ignoring that, then it's not going to be the most successful family. I think maybe that's a major statement. I'm sure I just spoke to a lot of you who are in that dynamic and maybe that sounds uh, like I'm being too new aged or, or whatever, but I don't know, give it a shot and tell me what, what happens. And now a word from our brand partner. Juneshine is hard kombucha and I've been drinking Juneshine forever. I actually posted about it a while ago and we've been chatting about how we could work together because Juneshine hard kombucha is basically delicious, better for you alcohol. It's made with real organic ingredients, unlike other alcoholic beverages. And they're really transparent about every ingredient they put in their products. I always loved kombucha. And then when I found out that they made hard kombucha, I was obviously so in because it's actually better for you alcohol. It has real functional ingredients. It's low in sugar, easy on the gut, gluten-free and full of probiotics. It's like the champagne of kombucha. They use green tea and honey as opposed to black tea and sugar for a smoother, less acidic taste. Best of all, it doesn't leave you with that gross, like I'm too full after drinking beer feeling, but it does give you a lighter, brighter buzz. It's sustainably produced. They're committed to becoming 100% carbon neutral. They're now delivering nationwide to your doorstep. Yes, You can get alcohol delivered to your doorstep and it's easy and it's hassle-free. We have worked out an exclusive deal for With Wit podcast listeners. You receive 20% off plus free shipping on their best-selling variety pack. This is a really great way to try all of their delicious flavors. Go to juneshine.com slash wit or use code wit at checkout to claim this deal. That's juneshine, J-U-N-E, S-H-I-N-E dot com slash wit. This discount is only valid for their variety pack. Juneshine can also be found in over 10,000 stores across the country, including Whole Foods, where I get it, Safeway, Kroger, and Publix. And now back to our chat. All right. I have some other self-care tips that I'll just throw in. If you are feeling down in the dumps, I always suggest starting by cleaning your room. If your house is messy, it's hard for your mind to focus and to calm down and relax. So if you're feeling anxious, clean your room. I also think it's important to have a hobby. We've talked about hobby a lot through this question. And for me personally, I want to have a hobby I'm good at and I enjoy. And I get frustrated when I'm not good at things 
right away. And so someone's advice might be like, well, just like keep at it, which I agree. That is really good advice. And we can talk about that in a second. But like also feel free to try a lot of different hobbies until you find something you're good at or you like. Now, back to the sticking with a hobby that you're not good at, because there is something really great about watching yourself improve. And if you start as a beginner somewhere, like you'll see more improvement in in the beginning and it'll it'll you know yield better returns. So also stick with stuff that's tough. That was, that was a bit of both. I'm just gonna kind of talk about self-care from like a like bottom up sort of progression and just talk about my self-care because I've never really thought about it as like a whole and how I do it. But I will tell you how I do it. We'll talk about it together right now. I think for me, self-care starts with like the basic, the basics of taking care of my, my body and my environment. Okay. So I wake up every morning and I brush my teeth and wash my face and put on deodorant and just like make sure I have like the minimum of like whatever my body needs. And like, if you need more, like do that, but like, don't, don't start the day until you feel like you're ready physically. Okay. Like I get dressed right away. Like I don't start my day, like walk around in the pajamas and then I got to go take them off and like get ready later. Like I just put it all, I just do all the morning shit in the morning, like get it done. So I just like get myself ready, like physically in the beginning of the day. I don't, I don't Whitney brush her teeth. Like later in the day like just do it in the beginning do it in the beginning and then and then what do you need to do like most people need to go to work great go to work do your work like focus on it so that the time you are spending there is efficient you know what i mean and if you can get your work done and you're still sitting there and you have other stuff to do do your errands get that shit done so that you can free up time when you're home to do your hobbies and your other self-care stuff seriously the best advice, and I'm not really a big advice giver, but it seems like that's what podcasts are all about. It's just like someone giving advice to people in their cars for half an hour. But my best advice would be, and this is a metaphor for the overall whole thing, is to do your weekend homework on Friday so you can enjoy your weekend. Taken literally if you're in high school, which you're not. But if you are, like, just do your homework. Like, I know you, I know it's Friday. You just got out of school. You want to go and have fun. Like, it's been a long week. But just, like, hang on for another few hours. Do your homework. And then you will love the weekend. And Sunday scaries won't exist. So just do all the shit you don't want to do first. Just do it. Just commit to doing it that way. And you will find more time for self-care. And then in terms of, like, a hobby. Hobbies are great because they're just for you. You can get into them. They can take up your time. They can make you feel relaxed. But then there's some other things I do, some more uh, like regimented, less fun things that I do, like workout. That is for for sure one of them. Let's go see a therapist. I go see them once a week, even when I'm feeling good. It's just like going to a, a yoga class to work out your body. So you're spending time working out your mind venting to someone who's not your significant other because guess what like your significant other isn't just there for you to vent to them all the time they have to then deal with that emotion so it's great to have just like a professional to do that with and don't lie to them because what's the point just tell them all the fucking shit 
just sorry for cursing, just like diarrhea, all your emotions to them. And then you feel better. And then the last one was meditating, which has been really helpful. And that's a lot. Like I'm packing in exercise therapist, meditation and hobbies. That's a lot of self-care. And so feeling pretty good, feeling pretty good these days with all of those things in place. And it's hard to find time to do that, but you know, just don't sleep as much or something. I don't know. Anyway, I've been rambling. I'm sure you guys can't wait for Whitney to get back to her regular hosting duties, but I really enjoyed my time here with you. Um, Please keep your eyes on the road. You know, take the time to rate this podcast. I would give it a six out of five stars. Tell your friends about it. You could call them or you could text them. You could even send an email or you could share a link to this podcast or you could take a picture of me from the internet and then you could send it to them by a text or something and be like, this guy's hosting Whitney's podcast. You gotta listen. Like at the end, he goes on for so long about God knows what. All right. Well, thank you guys and have a great rest of your day. Goodbye. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you loved this episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. I'd love to hear what you think and anything more or even less you'd want to hear about. Tune in every Tuesday for a new episode. If you want to know more about what I'm up to, you can find me on Instagram at Whitney E. Port, my website, WhitneyPort.com, and my YouTube channel, Whitney Port. Peace in the streets.